0: go on you sound good uh, mm-hmm.
1: well thanks it's like I got okay. a degree in it <laughs> um,
2: a master's
1: well I didn't get a master's into in talking into the microphone that was the bachelor's degree but yes well that's true but hashtag officially mastered it yes. you're a rock star it's stupid right my <laughs> friend like Christina thing. said that and I was like oh, I like that yeah <laughs> it's cute um, it's kind of the the lull before the storm, isn't it? Because like schools, graduate school's done. Don't start the PhD for a couple of months. Just left a job yesterday starting a new one. Tammy's about to go out for the summer. It's kind of like that quiet window. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Before things get totally kicked off and crazy. But you know, I, I do love the fall and I was telling my kids this morning um, I said guys it's like it's almost Halloween we need to think about our costumes and both of them just gave me like the most withering look And they're just like it's not even Liam was like it's not mom it's not almost Halloween.
0: I'm very proud of them. I'm very yeah.
1: proud yes. Well Fiona loves summer I don't think Liam particularly has an opinion about any of that yet because he kind of just like rolls day by day but Fiona's a summer girl she's kind of like you Tammy.
0: Yeah I do enjoy the summer. And I think I've realized recently it's not just because I have the summer off. Like, I actually like the summertime. I like all the seasons fine when Mm -hmm. they're happening. And then I like, you know, the next one, too. I'm not like, oh, it's spring's just started. Maybe it's fall tomorrow.
1: Um, Amanda, did you see that less than subtle dig at the way I live my life from Tammy there?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Huh? Huh? Um.
1: Speaking of summer, I hear it's summer in Wisconsin. Yes, a nice transition. (laughs) Is that okay? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we're doing Wisconsin. That was bad. That was like, if I were still doing news, I'd be like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving it in. Good. Perfect. Okay, so per Tammy's request, this is a shorter one. So you guys hang in there. We have, I believe, three stories from Wisconsin. And sorry for the shuffling papers there. Okay. I'm particularly fond of the last one, but we're going to save it for the end because it's a, you know, surprisingly upbeat. We'll end on a high note. How's that sound?
0: I like it. I like it. I like when we do that.
1: Okay. So let's jump in. Okay. We're talking first about Baraboo, Wisconsin. Now that's a place, not a thing. I could see that'd be confusing. Mm
2: -hmm. Baraboo.
1: And I even have in my notes, it says emphasis on the boo. <laughs> okay, so Baraboo, Wisconsin, is a strange place that's filled with lots of supernatural tales. But probably the most well known is that of the Phantom Hitchhiker of Highway Twelve. Oh, okay. Okay, so Highway Twelve is um is a road that dates back to at least 1917 when it was known as Wis Twelve. So if Kevin were in here, he could give a really good explanation about like how highways and interstates are named as they move across the country. its It feels random, like when you're like, okay, now I'm on 30, now I'm on 35. But it's actually pretty systematic. And certain ones run north-south, and certain ones run east-west. There's actually a, a pretty profound system, or refined system, I should say, to naming highways. But what that kind of brings us is sometimes... Roads are called a certain thing, and then as they become more major roads, they're renamed. So in 1917, this was known as WIS-12, which I would assume is just a Wisconsin uh, highway, but I don't know that for sure. Um, With the 1926 U.S. highway system in place, the road kept the same numerical designation, so 12, um, and basically the same path, but it was renamed Highway 12. Does that make sense? That was an unnecessarily long explanation of highways that you did not show up for today. I showed up for it all. Thank you. You're (laughs) such a good cheerleader. Uh, 1993, the section of highway through Wisconsin was named the Iron Brigade Memorial Highway in honor of a Civil War Union unit from that area. So we've got a massive highway and then an area that's been renamed. Um, So it was, you know, kind of had a presence during the Civil War. There was a unit from that era that the bridge was named for, but it's actually a different kind of soldier that the stretch of Highway 12 through Baraboo in Suk County, Salk, S-A-U-K, County, is noted for. Okay, for years, drivers have reported a man wearing what appears to be a green army jacket from about the 1960s and blue jeans walking down the road. In most reports, the man is said to have a dark beard and long, greasy black hair. The drivers pass him. They don't pay too much attention to him. He's kind of scraggly looking. But then a few minutes later, are overwhelmed when they're about a mile further down the road and they see the same man
0: mm-hmm.
1: still walking down the side of the highway. And it's kind of one of those things that you see and you're like, wait a minute. Did I just see what I thought I saw? Because you're like, "How this man was walking <laughs> and now he's up here and he's still walking. So like, how did he get from here to here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A few brave people have stopped to give the man a ride. No, oh, thank you. Not a thing you'll ever catch me doing. But they find that as they start to pull over and pull up to the man, he just vanishes from sight.
0: Oh, imagine that.
1: So, Tami, I thought of you because you had a similar story. And I don't remember what state. It was a native man that was, like, walking. But then he was, like, on the other side of the highway. And I think sometimes he even, like, went over the hood of the car. Am
0: I remembering that right? what state was that? I think, uh, I'm trying to remember what state it was. But, yes, it was that he, he actually, like violently flew at the windshield yeah sometimes went over the back of the car and then would like disappear when you turned around to look right 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 yeah, yeah cause
1: I was kind of getting vibes from that but this this is not that violent or like aggressive it's just more like what just happened like We're, very
0: confusing <laughs> maybe um, he can so,
1: apparate. say that again
0: say said that maybe, one more time maybe he can apparate I, I prefer that version
2: <laughs> no, I do <laughs>
0: So this particular
1: section of highway has undergone some changes and upgrades in the past year with more scheduled for coming years. Yet none of this construction seems to have deterred the phantom hitchhiker from making his presence known. The Baraboo Tours Facebook page reported a sighting was most recently reported on November 7th, 2011 from a truck driver. And the driver spotted the man about 945 near Ski High Road. And he was spotted again by the S Curve near Skillet Creek. I'm sure that uh, makes a lot more sense to our <laughs> Wisconsin listeners, all yeah. none of you. You know uh, Skillet Creek? Yeah, Skillet Creek. That sounds like something I would name, to be totally honest. It
0: does. <laughs> That's true.
1: Another witness shared his story, in which he gave an excellent physical description of the man and pointed out that he saw the man for the first time near the e- airport on the east side of the road and again near the S Curve between the cemetery and the trailer park. So, obviously, those particular mile markers mean very little to us, but I think it's, it, it's clear that these are well known enough areas that sound like they're probably kind of somewhat far apart that it's like, you see the man and then suddenly you see the man again. And it's a couple of different people giving that. Right. Um, many people have tried to find the phantom hitchhiker, but no one has been able to explain who he is. They have absolutely no idea who he is or why he's haunting this particular stretch of road. Okay. So like we've seen with many urban legends Sometimes you don't really know the origin,
0: mm-hmm. you don't really
1: know the who, and you can't really prove that it's it, and and that's it. There's just not a lot of detail to it. So there we go. Phantom Hitchhiker of Baraboo.
0: It kind of it makes it more fun sometimes when there's no explanation. Mm-hmm. You're just like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Like,
2: we have a lot of hitchhiker urban legends. mm mm-hmm.
1: Yes, because didn't you, Amanda, it was yours that was the skinwalker, right? That was like the, the hitchhiker well, running alongside the car? Yeah, it was creepy. Um, let's see. Okay, so I know y'all are here for uh, yet another creepy Boy Scout story. Ah. Um, yeah, your faces. You're, is, you're like, not really. Okay. Uh, a legend sometimes provides more power than truth. While the alleged hauntings that appear on this road cannot be proven to be based on a true story, The strange happenings have captured the imagination of locals for decades. So as the story goes, the road in question is named in honor of several Boy Scouts who died many years ago. Mm. Now this is where the story differs depending on who's telling the story. Mm. Some allege that the boys were all brutally murdered by a bus driver. Oh God. Yeah. Trying to see how much that's affecting my child sitting behind me. Mm -hmm. Um, Some say the boys wandered off and something, whether it was foul play or a predator, killed them all. Still others allege that a Boy Scout dropped a kerosene lantern, causing a fire, which caused their deaths. So these are unpleasant. Yeah, lovely, right? Good option. So people who have dared to go down this dead end, no pun intended, road, have reported seeing lights in the trees, which they think are lanterns of someone looking for the boys. Mm
2: -hmm. Many
1: people have reported the feeling of being watched. Others have reported children's handprints on their vehicles, and others have heard children laughing. No, why is happy ghost children the creepiest thing in the entire world?
0: I mean, at least they're happy.
1: But do, don't you think the laughter is scarier? Do you remember my very first, first episode? Yes, um, when we started doing the states, it was Alabama. Alabama, and the devil's playground, ghost playground in the cemetery.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, it was scary. It was legitimately scary. Well, That's and it's true. like,
2: those do stand out a lot. Mm-hmm. The last episode with Lily in the. um How she stole the crackers. How she <laughs> stole the crackers and had all the. To- yeah. I'm yeah. actually, and, I'm here for Lily.
0: I liked her story. Well, I mean, her ghost story. Not so much that she was a child who became a ghost. That's
1: fair. Um, what is. Okay. So just to round out the Boy Scout story. So all of mine just kind of don't have a lot of details. So to round this out. What's true and what's the product of an overworked imagination is clearly up for debate, but nevertheless, this road has attracted and enchanted many people for over the years. Mm. So we've got a haunted Boy Scout road, we've got a phantom hitchhiker, and we're going to round out our friend um, Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin, with a lighter tale of a cryptid.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. So the hodag, which sounds oh. to me like boo hag, but <laughs> not. <scary. laughs> Did you, you know, know what a hodag is? You started shaking your head, Tammy, like you knew.
0: No, no, I'm just laughing at the names in this, uh, this I episode.
1: I know. The, particularly this one, the hodag has been adopted as somewhat, somewhat of a mascot. So this is a cryptid. And according to Wisconsin lore, the Rhinelander hodag is a creature found in the Northern area of the state. Usually, usually around the city of Rhinelander. So that's why it has that name. Now, the hodag has a long tail with spears on it, a frog's head with an elephant's face, oh. sharp claws, short and stumpy legs, and the back of a dinosaur. I'm and laughing at the frog's
2: head with the elephant face. <laughs> that like, how is, does
1: that mix? That is, a, is lot. a very special picture that we'll have to post when this <laughs> episode comes out. Um, here's the best part, or the worst part, depending on how you look at it. Its <laughs> diet allegedly consists of white bulldogs.
2: What? Oh no. Well, not
1: because I want any bulldogs to be harmed. I'm a dog lover, but just like how bizarrely specific is that. Right. Like I'm that's so dumb. I was not ready. <laughs> Neither was I when I did the research. I'm like, did I read that correctly? I dogs. Okay. all right. The the hodag is reported to be extinct, you think. Oh, as God. the last one was captured and dynamited to death in the eighteen nineties. Where's the proof? I need some the proof of that. Um this is my favorite line in the whole article. Given their elusive nature, however, there may still be other hodags out there.
0: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you never know when a hodag's going to pop You
1: Really don't. Hodag, boo hag. We got all the cryptids. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm sure so, Hodag
2: and his dog said, that again. said I'm not sure I'm here for the hodag.
1: I think it's hilarious. So, it's been adopted as like a local mascot in the area for like both college teams and like local like high school teams (laughs) which I also find hilarious because I love mascots and I love branding and I love like just like collegiate everything right so I think that's
0: funny I really like when mascots make sense like right there's so many like no no disrespect because you know we graduated from a high school that was the Panthers and you know like Mm -hmm. proud to be a Panther but it's also like, why were we the Panthers?
2: Has nothing yeah, to really redundant. Cool. <laughs> I have a relevant story, real quick. We were in yeah. Hutto for Will and Jordan, my future brother and sister-in-law, for their wedding, and they are the Hutto hippos because in the early, like when, like uh, in the circus era, mm-hmm. like, back carnival, a hippo escaped from the circus in Hutto. No, and was just wandering around the town. Yeah,
1: I love that.
2: Yeah, so there are hippos everywhere in the high school or the Huddle Hippos.
1: I think that's hilarious. But you're you're exactly right, Tammy. I mean, there's fifty thousand schools that are Eagles or Panthers or Pirates, and and that's all fine and good, and people rally behind it, especially in a town that's like a one high school town. Right, it's really culture building. But I do like when there's something that's tied a little more like that, Amanda, directly into yeah. kind of like local history. Yep. Tammy, you had one on the east coast and it was like a river monster or something that then became like their local mascot too what was that story
0: yes it was um oh lord you put me on spot about my all my episodes today oh, well, i know usually we do these and it's directly out of my brain the next day yeah i was thinking about that too though it was oh lord hold on was it like chessie or something chesapeake, yes it was chesapeake bay thank you i was like yeah. I i to get in my head was nessie and i knew it wasn't right yeah but yeah, it was Chessy, and so yeah, they had same kind of thing. Like the whole town had a lot of yeah, like, became like a town mascot, basically.
1: You know what? Like completely unrelated from the mascots, and then we'll circle back to the Hodag here in a second. But Amanda, <laughs> I thought of you so much last weekend when I was up in New York because we were somewhere. It may have been like the Statue of Liberty Museum. I I can't remember where it was now, and they had a. um a schooner on like the word written on the wall and I was like oh Amanda and her schooner what did you say schooner, schooner. <laughs> and then you were like oh I'm sorry I got that wrong and then you proceeded to like do the same thing and then you're like wait 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 that's not right that is not right sometimes <laughs> like, talking
2: is hard yeah.
1: talking is hard but I was like laughing alone by myself and like no one else got the reference And like it's fine I'm just I'm just having a moment here Or me and my friends and my brain
0: <laughs> come on terry you've heard every uh, episode yeah
1: terry has <laughs> jody is like no i think i stopped somewhere around like episode 20
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. jody got tired of us talking about him on the show
1: he d- that's his favorite feedback y'all really ramble a lot i'm like We are producing this for an audience of three, the people on the (laughs) podcast, okay? So anyone else is a bonus.
0: All of our Patreon supporters like our rambling, okay?
1: Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let's go back to the hodag here. So that's kind of the description of what it is. It's this cryptid. It's local to the Rhinelander area of Wisconsin. But there were a few references in pop culture to the hodag. So I think that's worth mentioning. Okay. Now the Hodag made a cameo on the famous cartoon series um, in a 2012 episode of Scooby Doo.
0: No,
1: I know. Mystery Incorporated called, or Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated called. The episode was called Hodag of Horror. (laughs) I'm already here (laughs) for it. Do you remember how many hours we used to sit just like watching Scooby Doo? And it was always like the man next door. It was never a monster. Always. Okay, so in the episode, the Hodag appears as a surprisingly vicious jewel thief. (laughs) <laughs> okay, robbing the unsuspecting people of Crystal Cove. Cove. So apparently, the hodag came from wherever he came from and took a little trip to the hometown of Fred, Daphne, Velma, Shaggy, and Scooby. Mm.
0: Shout
1: out. <laughs> um, the Scooby Doo version of the hodag cuts a sinister appearance, complete with glowing red eyes. Ah. Oh. Now, Gene Shepherd also shows up in the episode as a showman in a red suit, a tra- accompanying a traveling cabinet of curiosities. The episode has been broadcast in several languages, including Spanish, with the great translation, El, Ho- El Hodag del-, del Terror. Wow, I butchered that. <laughs> I'm not going to do it again because it won't be better the second time.
0: Nope. <laughs> um, I just need to keep saying El Hodag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's the only, I think that's what we should actually name this episode. Don't call it Wisconsin, just call yep. it El Hodag. Uh, Scooby-Doo it. is not the Hodag's only appearance on the small screen, however... The story of Gene Shepard and the Hodag showed up in the Travel Channel series, Mystery at the Museum, hmm. which is amusing. So stories of the Hodag have traveled far and wide since its discovery in the 1890s. So if I'm interpreting my own notes correctly, it was discovered in the 1890s and promptly extinct.
2: Extinct in the 1890s. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> it
0: was, it was a very we short were, lifespan for the Hodag. There weren't enough white bulldogs. I right. guess <laughs> that's probably exactly right. I can't. I can't get out of my head that that sounds like an energy drink or something. Like it's like the Wood white egg.
1: No, Tammy. white bulldog. Oh, white bulldog. Tammy, I see potential for you to create something very important right now. So if you like to get off this episode and start mixing an energy drink for a market, I support that.
2: Absolutely. Make a all um, go. Yeah, that'll be me. <laughs> In
1: 2017, the Hodag reached an even bigger audience. Showing up in the expanded mythology of the Harry Potter universe, thanks to world famous author J.K. Rowling. An expanded edition of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the book, not the series of films, but the book about the magical creatures that populate the Harry Potter series, okay. supposedly written by famed magic zoologist Newt Scamander, was released in 2017 and included an entry on the Hodag. That's funny. Shemand- yeah. <laughs> Scamander's commander commander's description of the hodag matches the previous accounts identifying the creature as roughly the size of a large dog and horned with a frog-like head and glowing red eyes the book's entry also says like the snallygaster the hodag is a north american creature whose antics have considered uh whose antics have excited considerable muggle interest and curiosity
0: <laughs> i just remembered that it has the face of an elephant <laughs> that made that funnier it's a complicated creature it's a complicated creature <laughs> do you think that newt shamander drives a schooner <laughs>
1: <laughs> i almost said that too and i'm like I hate you both. <laughs> just move forward just move forward <laughs> yeah. when you're producing content you're not supposed to stop over your mistakes and like a- agonize over them you're supposed to just kind of like roll through it and i'm like we do the opposite of that on no. the podcast. every yeah. time one of us says something stupid it just becomes the running theme for the rest of the episode For
0: the rest of the episode absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah i don't plan on changing that either no. no no now that i've
1: passed the editing glory over to you i will no longer sound good on this podcast because i always
0: took out the stupid stuff i said <laughs> now sometimes, I'm like a sometimes when i'm editing i'm like i should cut that out but there's too much around it. So it's staying. <laughs> I know.
1: I know the first handful of episodes that we produced when we started this show four years ago, I was hyper editing everything. I took out all the ands and the ums and anything that I was like, mm-hmm. mm, we don't sound very polished. And then as time goes on, I'm like, I did zero edits to this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's just hard sometimes when there's too much. Like the last time was the first the first episode that I edited when we were all on one track. So I yeah. think there was something left in that was like a ding or something that I was like, well, I can't do anything about that. It's so right in the right. middle of the story.
1: I know it's it's kind of good and kind of bad when we're on the same track because the sound is so much better when we can, I mean, I know that one we had to do over Zoom because we were having technical difficulties and it was probably like the worst quality audio of, of the ones we'd done. But when we're all in the same room with our like nice mics, the audio sounds so much better, but then it's harder to cut out mistakes because yeah. you have one audio track. But like, if we're doing it like we are here in this program um, and you have a different audio track for everyone, if I, you know, drop something and it makes a loud explosion while Tammy's talking, you can just cut my part out and keep Tammy going. So there's kind of mm-hmm. benefits to each yeah. way of doing it.
2: Do you remember the episode that we were sitting upstairs in now Liam's room? Um mm-hmm. But you, I was in the middle of a story, and you like toss a cup of ice <laughs> into the trash can, and you like <laughs> made this massive noise. That was at my old office. Oh, was <laughs> it? Okay. I
1: off the room, and then I'm like, "Why did I just do that? Like, I'm such a spaz."
2: That was hilarious. I was just like, excuse me,
0: man. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was at the office because you threw it right across her face.
1: Do <laughs> you remember that one time we were at my office? And, God, that's funny that we used to go all the way out to Crandall to edit or to record. I forgot about that. It's been so long now. But do you remember the one time that we were like oh my god there's a ghost There yes, like, it? it guy had just like passed down the hallway we were losing our minds <laughs> yes that
2: was this is not okay this is not okay
1: we tried to send we tried to send amanda out to investigate like, the worst choice <laughs> in
2: the world wow. guess who's not gonna do that <laughs> I was trying to go to the bathroom in that building by myself. I
1: know. I know there is something about like old school buildings when they're abandoned, not abandoned, but just like empty that are super creepy.
0: Yeah. On real life ghost stories, they talk, Emma talks about that a lot. She's like talking about how there's just something very creepy about a school when there's not, not in session, even like on, on like teacher and service days. It's okay because everybody's still like busy and the lights are on and stuff. But if you go up to the school, like after hours and there's no one there and the lights are all off, it's quiet. It is very creepy. I agree.
1: I agree. Even a new school building, like it doesn't have to be an old one, even a new one. Um, So a couple of weeks ago, or maybe a month ago, mom and the kids and I like went on a driving tour of Duncanville because I was taking these video clips for a TikTok. I was very committed to this TikTok. I went all over Texas for this TikTok. (laughs)
2: Love it
1: so stupid, but we went up to all the schools that like I had been to during mm-hmm. the 13 years I was in that district. Sorry. And when we got to Brandenburg, the, the intermediate school where Tammy definitely went there, Amanda, did you go there too? Mm-hmm. You didn't go there. Um, We were like doing the part in front. Cause we were just passing like in front, we weren't going in and the principal, the current principal pulled up and she's like, can I help you? Guys? I mean, she was really friendly, but she was like, can I help you guys? And so mom like explained what we were doing and I've got like my graduation gown on. And she's like, would you guys like to come in? Aww. But we went in and like, we got to walk the whole school, which was super neat. Cause we found like the classroom that was mom's classroom. And I found like Aww. where my old locker was. And so it was really kind of so sweet, cool. but it was an abandoned school building. So oh, she yeah. was in the tent doing some work and like me and the kids and mom are like walking around and it wasn't, it wasn't super creepy, but it wasn't not creepy at the same time. Like an empty school building is just kind of spooky.
0: It's weird. It's like the energy imprint from everything that goes on during the day it just leaves like a real hollow feeling
2: when there's no one there. I think that is a perfect description of it. Y'all know what's creepy is a hospital that was built in the '60s at night. Yes, yes. that true?
0: That is not okay. Like they also talk about that a lot because they they do listener stories and there's a lot of. Um, First responder stories and a lot yeah. of uh healthcare stories. Yeah. yeah.
1: I would think so.
2: Creepy. Thanks for listening to Salt, Salt Over your, your Shoulder, a Redwater production. We appreciate your support. Your download allowed our crazy idea to gain steam and make it into your podcast directories.
1: We couldn't do this without you. If you'd like to continue your support, you can engage with us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at Salt the Pod, or follow us on Facebook at Salt Over Your Shoulder. You can also email us at saltoveryourshoulder at gmail.com.
2: Special thanks to the one and only Andrew York for our awesome graphic. If you'd like to continue your support, please consider giving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast directory. This helps other people find us as well. You can also become one of our
1: Patreons at Patreon. (laughs) You can also become one of our Patrons on patreon.com
2: slash... Wow. If you'd like to continue your support, please consider giving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast directory. This helps other people find us as well. You can also become one of our patrons on, at
1: patreon.com saltthepod. See you next time.